Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Muma. Welcome into localjobnetwork.com radio. You've locked on to Management Decisions, a podcast designed to discuss topics and strategies for employers and upper management. One way we've been doing this is by speaking with organizations from Fortune's best 100 companies to work for to get an idea as to why they're successful and what makes them such a terrific workplace. For this episode, we're looking at Kimley Horn and Associates out of North Carolina, and we're speaking with John Atz, who is the president of Kimley Horn and Associates. John, thanks for joining us today. Well, Tim, thanks for having us. Well, first and foremost, we always like to let our guests lead things off by just giving the listeners an idea of who you are, what your organization does, and a little bit, maybe an elevator speech of what sort of your values and mission are over there. So just uh, you have the floor. Let us know what, what you're all about. Sure, Tim. I'd be glad to. Just a little bit about Kimley Horn. We've been around for about 50 years and have approximately 200,000 employees across the country. You know, we provide infrastructure planning and design services for a variety of clients, including governments uh, like cities, municipalities, and states, as well as private companies who develop everything from, say, um, national retail to residential communities, hospitals, solar farms, pretty much anything you can think of. We touch many of the things that you experience every day, from the subdivision you live in, the water you drink, and the road you drive on, as well as the stores that you shop at. Our culture is really something that we're proud of and something we believe sets us apart. We're 100% employee-owned with distributed ownership across many employees. You know, we feel this gives us uh, much more control over our destiny than many companies today. We use a business model where entrepreneurs that, that we happen to call practice builders create their own client base, which gives them the freedom to pursue the type of work that they're passionate about while being supported by the resources of a national firm. This model attracts a lot of really talented people who really enjoy collaborating to solve tough problems. And because they're driven and passionate about what we do, uh, everyone consistently goes the extra mile to deliver outstanding results. We get a kick out of wowing our clients. This leads to a lot of client loyalty as well as employee retention. We have many, both clients and employees, that have been with us for many years. So that's a little bit about Kimley Horn. All right. Well, I mean, definitely detailed for us, and that gives uh, all the listeners an idea of really what you guys are about and, and how you function over there. I guess if you had to pick something out, though, as far as your organization and what stands out, what sets it apart from maybe others within that industry and your competition, what would you point to? Oh, Tim, good question. Boy, let me split that into two different aspects. Okay. Let, me, let me address it kind of from what I'm going to call maybe an external perspective mm-hmm. in the eyes of our clients, maybe what sets us apart. And then we'll do the same thing kind of from an internal in the eyes of our employees, what I think they feel sets us apart, if that helps. Yeah. From an external side, you know, I think we are really committed to trying to provide exceptional client service. I mean, we're we're in the business to serve clients. And so, you know, we really feel like we need to go above and beyond to not only meet, but exceed our clients' expectations. You know, we also see our role as being more of a consultant than necessarily just an engineer or scientist. And by that, I mean, you know, we're not just looking to answer the questions that our clients ask us, but really to try to get into their heads and understand the issues that they're trying to solve, Mm -hmm. make sure they're asking the right questions and that we're actually giving them the help that they need, which sometimes isn't exactly what they thought they needed. Sure. You know, you know, it's kind of like being that trusted advisor. You know, we want them to feel like we have their back and we want to make sure that, you know, our success is measured by their success. So I think those are some of the things that separate us from an external perspective. Okay. Let me do the same thing, though, if you don't mind. Let me, let me talk about internally what I think some of our employees see as different. A lot of firms our size will tend to be operated as multiple profit centers. Every 
either office or every line of business has their own profit center, and that's primarily where they're focused. We don't do that. We operate as a, as a single profit center, and it allows us to uh, focus on what's in the best interest of the firm and our client. It's something that really allows us to foster collaboration you know, across groups, sharing mm-hmm. work, sharing resources, not having that internal competition. Okay. And we think that's really something that kind of separates us and something that our employees appreciate because if they need some help, they can pick up the phone, they can call anybody in the firm, and if that person has availability, they're there to help them. A couple other little things. I think we have a really strong and well-established culture. Uh, you know, a lot of firms talk about it. I think we really have it and we, and we live it. I think folks who work for us really understand what's important to the firm. They understand kind of what we're looking for in people, how we treat one another, and how we treat our clients. There's a lot of freedom uh, and encouragement for folks to kind of develop their own company within our company, hmm. kind of what we call their, you know, their practice. Right. We do hire a fair number of people from other firms, and I think some of what they have told us after joining us is they really feel like everybody's trying to make them successful. You know, they've never been in a place where folks were helping one another as much and really felt like, you know, our attitude is that we want, you know, we want everyone to be successful as we serve clients. So I'm sure I could ramble on a few more things, but I think those are some of the things that come to mind. Okay. No, I, I think that that does give us another picture of how you uh, stand out a little bit amongst uh, maybe some of the other companies that are in a similar vein as yourself. You mentioned the idea of giving employees a little bit of freedom in terms of what they're doing and maybe how they work. How does that play into the company's management and leadership style? How would you describe those aspects? Uh, another good question. We refer to, I, I mentioned earlier, this concept of practice builders. Right. And, and one way to think about that is, you know, these are almost like individual companies within a broader company. You know, we encourage folks to develop their own clients, to be responsible for helping pursue and win the work, being responsible for producing the work, responsible for the quality of the work and the training and the development of the staff that work on projects. So there's a lot of empowerment of the people who are actually the front line of the company. You know, if you, if you go talk to our clients, our clients don't know who's on the board of directors of Kimberly Horner probably not who's the president or management committee or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. They know who is that practice builder that's serving them on whatever the project is that they have. So we're organized to try to help that practice builder be successful and serve their clients well. Okay. I think another thing that's maybe a little different about us from a leadership or, or management is in a lot of companies, I think people believe that you have to move out of or, you know, migrate from, the thing that you have done earlier in your career and perhaps that you're particularly good at to be able to move into the kind of the upper levels of the firm. You have to get out of, say, serving clients mm-hmm. and you have to get into management. Sure. And we really try not to do that. We, we have folks, whether it's on the board or the highest levels of the firm, who have no, we'll call management responsibilities. You know, we want folks who enjoy serving clients to continue to be able to be recognized and grow within the firm without feeling like they have to change their role from something they enjoy doing to something that perhaps they're not even as, as good at. Right. I think that's a, a fair point. We hear that a lot about people moving into those management positions and they're just not prepared or they don't enjoy it or they're not, to your point, they don't have the same skills and they sort of lose what they what they did to, to be an accomplished individual there. So I, I appreciate that being a, a one way that might be a little bit different. Now, you've mentioned you know culture and of course taking care of employees and, and giving them different opportunities to maybe pull it back a little bit and and look into uh, one interesting aspect mm-hmm. I saw where you guys have VPs of fun yeah can you explain what what that is and why why that's important to to Kimley Horn sure it's a, a VP vice president of fun and it, boy it's something we have had for 
more than 10 or 15 years oh, okay. now. And, you know, the, the whole intent of it was we want to continue to have some kind of some levity in the workplace. We we're in a professional service industry. It means that, you know, we're often at the beck and call of our clients and mm-hmm. the schedules and the deadlines and the things that they have. And we wanted to continue to, to retain a culture that had some element of, of fun in the workplace. And so every office has someone or a group of people, depending upon the size of office, who are you know, essentially titled the VP of fun. And their responsibility is to make sure that we have both planned and spontaneous activities in offices. Sometimes it's just with employees, like during the office day, or other times it may be on a weekend or, or in the evening where we invite families. And the intent is just to step away from the day-to-day serving clients to be able to have some fun, to get to know one another better, to kind of expand the experience beyond just you know working for clients, but mm-hmm. building relationships amongst people. So that's something that the organization has done, I mean, for a long time, because you, you see that a lot nowadays of people adding these little things, but you have all seen that as being important from the get-go pretty much. Oh, absolutely. I, I think we have to continue to find ways to make sure that the workplace is enjoyable and, ha- and has released to the normal stresses that happen anytime that you you know you're working for others. Sure. You know, when you know we are in the business of serving clients and uh, we love them, but at times the <laughs> deadlines and the things that you need to do just you know create a fair amount of pressure. And if you're going to meet and exceed their expectations, you just need to do what it takes. And so it's great to have these opportunities to release, and it can be anything from going bowling to going to the beach to a movie to games in the office. In fact, I was traveling last week and, and I kept getting emails from my uh, my local office. They were having a Winter Olympics competition. Nice. And so you know, they did everything from, you know, curling to all of the <laughs> kind of all of the winter sports that they were doing either out in the parking lot or down the hallways. Right. You know, it's just something to, to break up the day and make sure that people are enjoying the workplace. No, that's very cool. I think that does always help with the workplace, as you said, and keeping employees happy and, and those stresses and pressure, as you mentioned, uh, hopefully doesn't get to everybody. Speaking of the employees that you're bringing in, when you're looking at candidates, what sort of talents or skills or personalities are you really focused on to bring into the organization, knowing that these are the types that will be successful for you? Probably the most important is we really look for people that have a lot of um, independent drive, you know, folks who, who are go-getters, who are not just looking for a, a job, but a career, people who have a desire to grow, to, you know, to better themselves. It's often the kind of the entrepreneurial spirits, right. the, you know, the ones that if anything, you have to hold them back instead of encourage them. Those are probably the folks that when we're looking at characteristics that we will tend to latch on to. We assume in a lot of the technical stuff that, you know, that folks, they went to a good school, they have a, you know, a solid technical education and all of the other things that we need. So those are a little bit more given. You know, we're, we're looking for folks that are motivated. Uh, Teamwork is very important. You know, a lot of what we do is working in teams to serve clients or working with other consultants in an an effort to serve a client. And so, you know, people's ability to demonstrate that they can work well in a team and lead a team is very important to us as well. In terms of when they are working on different projects or different aspects of their position, what is it like as far as assessments or measuring what they're doing? And I know it could be different for everybody. And of course, people's first thoughts have to do with sales and, and the bottom line. What are specific ways that though you assess the employees that work with Kimley Horn? 
we'll kind of do it a couple different ways. Let's think about folks that work for us whose primary role is what I'll call internal. They're helping provide support to the people who are out kind of on the front lines sure. working with the clients. You know, for those people, we're looking at evaluating things like what I call their sphere of influence, their ability to have an impact on others, their ability to help the practice builder do a better job or be more successful in, in serving the client. The number of people and the amount of times that folks come to them as a resource that, you know, when they need help or, or want assistance, that, you know, they're the go-to person that people would like to go to. I and mean, all of those things are ways that people demonstrate value to the organization and things that we try to recognize. From the role where the majority of our folks are, which are kind of outward looking, the people who are working with clients directly. There, we're looking at more of your kind of your traditional metrics of the quality of the work that they do, mm -hmm. maybe the size of the team and how well they lead a team, the volume of business you know, that they're able to win and bring into the firm, as well as the ability to perform that work well, keep clients you know, very happy, um, retain business, and to be able to help train and develop younger staff who will support them. So those are some of the metrics that we look at in trying to evaluate our staff and make sure that we recognize them properly. Sure. No, I appreciate you breaking it down sort of in a couple different aspects that people can contribute. We've talked about a number of different things and you've given us a, a peek, obviously, into the organization. Is there anything else on the inside that maybe you think is important or valuable or that, you know, nobody would know on the outside, but it, of course you, someone on the inside, would understand that it's just a, a great aspect of Kimley Horn and something that really people would say, this is why it's a great place to work. Is there something you would point to? Boy, that's interesting. You know, a couple little things come to mind real quick. One is, you know, I think in today's society, there's this mindset that you have to move to improve. You, you have to leave a company and go somewhere else if you're ever going to be able to advance in an organization. And, and that is very much not Kimley Horn. In fact, the vast majority of people that we bring into the firm, uh, we bring in right off college campuses, and many of them will never know another employer. Hmm. I started with Kimley Horn over 26 years ago, right off of a college campus, and I'm not the exception. I'm probably more the rule. So it's a, a little bit of a throwback to your parents' company. Uh, you know, it's the type of place that you can you, you can go to, you can work hard, you'll be well recognized for it, and you can retire there. That is definitely a, a little bit of a surprise, as you said. It's not seemingly the uh, the norm nowadays. Do you do you find that's been a, a huge benefit for the organization, as opposed to a lot of people saying it's not the way to go? Oh, absolutely. Both from a how people react and enjoy being with one another, as well as just from business aspects. I mean, there's a lot of cost associated with recruiting and then re-recruiting staff. You know, if if we have a, a substantial amount of staff turnover, that's disadvantageous to our serving clients because we don't have continuity in that respect. It makes challenges for, you know, just the operations being uh, efficient and, and there are cost implications associated with that. So, you know, we would much rather try to identify and bring in the best folks and then give them opportunities to grow and succeed. Be sure to recognize and reward them for their successes and encourage them to, to want to spend their career here. And that level of continuity is great for us as a firm. But it's also great for our clients, and that's obviously the business we're in. That's, uh, that's definitely an interesting aspect to, to Kim Lee Horn. I appreciate you bringing that up for our listeners. We are getting low on time, so I wanted to give you the opportunity here. Just at the end, if there's any last piece of information you'd want to get out there, the one thing you'd want uh, our listeners to know about Kim Lee Horn. Again, you're obviously doing things very well and being recognized on Fortune's top 100 places to work. Uh, what would you want to leave our listeners with today? 
Well, I, I appreciate the opportunity to do that. And I appreciate this, this whole uh, opportunity to chat with you a little bit today. You know, I would say, you know, our business, I mean, Kimley Horn and Associates, we, we're a professional service industry. And we don't create widgets that we sell. We create, kind of help create and develop people. Then we look to opportunities to kind of sell their skills to our clients. So, you know, our focus has to always remain on creating the best environment for our employees so that, you know, they want to grow and thrive and stay here and creating the best experience for the clients that we serve. All right. That's a good place to wrap things up. With that, we'll close out this edition of Management Decisions. We've been speaking with John Atz, the president of Kimley Horn & Associates, which was a member of Fortune's Best 100 Companies to Work For. John, thanks again for taking the time to give us a peek inside your organization today. Thank you, Tim. Of course, we're always hoping to hear from our listeners as well to let us know what companies or topics you're interested in. So send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com and we can start putting those wheels in motion for you. Thanks once again for listening to LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later. 